0: We work with busy professionals on a one-to-one basis for six or 12 months using the latest science and technology. And Body shop also works with businesses who want to create a culture of energy, vitality and performance and position well-being as a competitive advantage. Find out more at bodyshopperformance.com and enjoy the show. Hi, it's Leanne Spencer. Welcome back to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. If you're a new listener just joining, welcome. This is the Insight Show, where I recall for about 8 to 10 minutes on a little insight I've had this week, something I've been thinking about, something I've been working on, something that I think is going to be valuable for you, but very quick and punchy for you to listen to. This week's about non-negotiables. These, to me, are things that happen day in, day out, irrespective of what's going on, irrespective of what's crashed into my life and sabotage, maybe some of the other stuff I like to do. These are, as the name suggests, non-negotiable. Now it's an interesting one because I stated to somebody a few weeks ago, my non-negotiables are threefold. their movement, it's meditation, and it's consistently high vegetable consumption during the day. And and I said that to someone else about a week ago, and I thought, actually, when did you last meditate? It was about five days previously. So I thought, I've got to be honest here. I've got to strip that out as a non-negotiable, because it isn't. I've clearly negotiated with myself four days running and convinced myself that I don't have the time or bandwidth to meditate today. So I take that out. I've actually got two things that I can honestly say to you are non-negotiable. That is movement, and that's the vegetable consumption. And I break it down like this. Movement to me is a mixture of structured exercise sessions and daily life movement. So it's getting up and down from the chair. It's going up and down stairs. It's going down to the boxing gym, going to a spin class cycle. It's all of that stuff. And that is absolutely non-negotiable to me because when I don't do that, and obviously I phase it, so I pace myself. If I've got a heavy session planned and I'm not feeling good, either in the legs or mentally, I'm just very tired, I'll do something else. But it is non-negotiable in as much as something will happen because I'm very, very strongly connected to how movement makes me feel. And that's a whole host of things. Let's talk about the mental health benefits for me of that first. And I get what somebody described to me as a lovely dose of neurotransmitters or hormones, if you like. So dopamine oxytocin, serotonin, endorphins, all of that stuff is produced when I move. You know, dopamine, I feel rewarded for what I do. Oxytocin, I feel really sort of connected. Serotonin, it gets increased when I move and endorphins get produced. It's very well known that we produce endorphins when we move, when we exercise. So mentally, I've got lots of stuff going on that makes me feel really good. But also, it's what we were designed to do, as I've spoken about a lot in previous podcasts. and I've got a lot of energy. I need to be up an atom in some form or another. I've come to realize that. I think a lot of my malaise and frustration and self-medicating with alcohol, for example, when I was a city worker, is that I'm just not cut out to be a desk jockey. I need to be moving much more than that and and having a different pace of life, different environments, almost peripatetic which is a lot of what my life's about, actually. It's going in and out of meetings, in and out of different locations, whether I'm in the office, maybe working from home, maybe working outside with somebody, you know, that kind of thing. It's very, very pathetic. I'm based in lots of different places. There isn't consistency really about where I'm located. And that's one of the things that I absolutely love. So movement, I can hand on heart say that is an absolute non-negotiable. Every day I will have some form of movement beyond just scurrying around and being alive. And then the other one is vegetable consumption. That's an absolute non-negotiable for me as well. I, I have a rule that three meals a day is what I typically consume. Two of those must have high vegetable content. So the evening meal is easy. We have a bit of fish or a bit of meat and we surround it with vegetables, loads of vegetables. Some of them are sourced from the garden. Some of them are sourced from somewhere like Riverford. So they're organic, locally sourced, good quality produce, caked in earth, you know, misshapen, all that good stuff. Um, I might also have a smoothie. So I've recently discovered a company called Honestly Good Smoothies. You can Google them and they make these smoothies that are vegetable based, but they've got some fruits and some berries in some nuts and some spices, really good stuff. And I'll typically have one of those for breakfast, maybe three times a week. So that's already a big old dose of veggies in the first meal of the day. For those of you that sort of think, well, vegetables for breakfast, it can be done. And of course, it's a liquid meal. It's easy to make, easy to drink, easy to transport if you're commuting. So it does save a bit of time as well, because I know for a lot of you, time is, is the critical thing. Now, that's to me is non-negotiable. Getting a certain amount of vegetables in, i had gone for about six or seven portions. So it's somewhere below the optimum, which is eight to nine. It's certainly more than the five a day that we used to be told we had to have. But that, of course, has increased. Now to come to meditation, I'm now reinstating that as a non-negotiable starting this morning when I meditated early in the morning with the dog at the foot of the bed. It was a a really calm setting. She was peaceful. I was peaceful. So that's going to be a non-negotiable again, because of the benefits of how I feel in general, if I've just spent a short amount of time doing a meditation and you can use an app for this. So I use calm because it links to vitality where my health insurance provider is and I get points for doing this, but that's not my driver. I've experimented with going longer on meditation, up to 20 minutes, but I've actually found the longer it is, silly as it might sound, the more awkward it is to schedule. So I've gone for 10 minutes, 10 minutes I know can get me into a meditative state because I feel it. I can also track the changes to my body and my physiology through the bit of tech that I wear, the Oura ring it marks that meditation time as a restful period. So it's noticed the drop in heart rate. It's noticed the change in heart rate variability. It's very clever. So I know that, that I can get deep in that 10 minutes rather than trying to go long in it. And that really works for me. So that's been reinstated as a non-negotiable. Now, why is this stuff important? You know, why can't we just do what we can during the day? Well, firstly, what gets measured gets done. So if you've got non-negotiable things that you're either measuring or ensuring you do, they're more likely to happen. One of the things that I link up with my movement is the iWatch. So again, I wear this because it sends data back to vitality and ultimately will drive down my insurance premiums. But I've noticed that I'm more focused on movement and sometimes do a little bit more than I might have done just to get you know the rings closed on the iWatch and basically there's an exercise ring there's a standing ring and then there's a movement ring and you can preset the movement ring so mine's on 770 active calories a day which is quite high when i'm not working out you have to do a lot of walking to hit that but you can't change the exercise ring which is the standard 30 minutes a day that the government recommends and the standing obviously is 12 hours a day but Having that eye watch has meant that I'm measuring my activity a little bit more. So I have paid more attention to it and it it's improved. You know, I am I'm not moving even when I should be resting, but I am moving more. So that's been really cool. The reason that this stuff is important is we need to have when times get tough, when you get blindsided by something, or something comes out your left field. A lot of what we do can go to the wall. Yeah, I'll be talking to someone I'm working with and say, look, what about these things? How's it going? Oh, I've had a dreadful week. I haven't done any of it. It's all collapsed. I think it's okay for some things to go by the wayside when you've had a difficult experience or lots and lots of work's come in or something else has happened. But I also think it's really important to be clear on your non-negotiables. What is the foundation of your well-being that absolutely happens The other stuff, you know, is not perhaps so important and you can afford to miss maybe a week of something. But this is the stuff that's absolutely the bedrock of your well-being and must happen. That's why it's important. Have a think then about what your non-negotiables are. Write them down and then come back to them a week later and see if you've actually done them without really concentrating on it. If you haven't, like me in the meditation, it's not a non-negotiable. You might want it to be is there's a world of difference between what we want to state are our non-negotiables and what we want to be able to say, I do this every day, I do that every day because of how it makes me feel, I'm very disciplined, and what we actually do. It comes back to that values match. You know, Tony Robbins, the famous life coach from the US said, You tell me your values and I'll look at your bank balance and I'll look at your calendar and I'll tell you what your values are. And I think that's brilliant. You know, write down your non-negotiables, but don't make them the things you want to be known to do. Make them the things that you are actually doing on a daily basis. And that's the truth of it. They are your real non-negotiables. Have a think about that. Map out what they are as I say, take a week to see whether or not you're really doing them. But this stuff is important. And if you can get clear on what your non-negotiables are and really bed them in, find a way to make them part of your daily routine. We all know how to build a routine. For most of us, we've built a routine around brushing our teeth, I hope. Most of us do that twice a day. Many of us, like me, seven eight years ago built up a really negative routine which was of coming in and rewarding myself for getting through the front door with a glass of wine so we can build these routines whether they're good or bad so let's make this one a really good routine the non-negotiable things are the bedrock of your well-being that make a fundamental difference to how you feel how you move how you think you know how you connect with yourself and the world that's it from me i'll talk to you next week thanks for listening interested in finding out what your health iq is jump on our website www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on take the test it'll take you through to a short two to three minutes test and at the end of that you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals sleep mental health energy body composition digestion and fitness And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.